Hey everyone, here we are. We're at the end of 2022 and we are getting ready for 2023. So what I do at the end of every year is I measure what progress that I'm making in certain areas of my life. I'm going to share five of those areas with you. This gives you an opportunity to really consider, hey, am I making progress? Am I moving forward? Am I becoming the man or the woman that I believe that God wants me to be? You should take time and make time for introspection so that you can really consider your life, consider your ways, see where you are, see where you believe God is taking you, and whether or not you are making the actionable steps required of you in order to get there. Everything that we do with God, we have to do it by faith. Everything God does for us, he does it by grace. It is God's grace and our faith. That's how we walk with God. So I'm going to give you an end of the year checklist. I'm going to cover five areas of your life where you should consider whether or not you are making progress so that you can become ultimately uh, getting closer to God's overall expected end for your life. Let's get into it. I'm calling this the end of the year progress checklist, getting ready for 2023. So to be clear, let me set the stage first uh, for before I get into the five areas. I want you to know that God is not tied to calendar years. It's not like God says, okay, well, 2022 at the end of it, uh, that means that I'm shifting over or that kind of thing. God is not tied to calendar years and God is not making resolutions at the end of the year. But what calendar years do is they give us as humans an opportunity, basically like snapping the chalk line. Where am I in life? Where am I as a man? Where am I as a woman? Where am I as a child of the most high God? Am I making progress? In Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, the Bible says in the King James Version, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. The easy to read version of that same verse says, there is a right time for everything and everything on earth will happen at just the right time. So there's a time for things to happen in your life. And you have to believe that as you walk with God, God walks with you and you're living by faith. You're being led by the Holy Spirit, that everything in your life would happen at just the right time. But I also believe that we live our lives out, and I teach on this, everything that I'm going to cover in this video is found in my book, Level Up Your Life. But I believe that we live our lives out in times and seasons, in levels and stages. So there are times, there's a period of time, you know, when you look back over your life, they're going to be, oh, this was the time of X and the, the time of Y, the time of Z. And inside of every one of those times, there were seasons, seasons that you matriculated through as you went through those periods of time. And in that, in those seasons, there were levels and stages. So you have times and seasons, levels and stages. So as you walk with God, the goal is to continue to make the most of every season, every level, every stage, so that God can move you closer and higher and closer and higher, so that incrementally every year you're getting closer to who it is that God wants you to be. You're operating at your max potential because remember, success in Christ is not a matter of more trying. It's not like you're trying to earn everything by the sweat of your brow. It's a matter of more dying. So the more you walk with God, the more you die to self, the more you die to sin and self and selfish desires, the more God can flow through you, live through you. He will speak through your vocal cords and think through your mind and operate through your limbs. And for you to walk with God, and, and, and basically what God does is he gives you vision. The eyes of your understanding, the apostle Paul prayed in, in Ephesians chapter one, can be enlightened, like flooded with light so that you can know what is the hope of your calling and the exceeding great riches that God has in heavenly places for you. 
And so this vision then pulls you basically into your destiny. The, the clearer you see the vision, the stronger the pull. And so basically when you get up this every morning, knowing that there's a vision that God has called you to, the clearer the vision, the stronger the pull, your calling is calling you into your future. Vision with God is both incremental and progressive. I'm, I'm setting the stage before I get to the five areas. So it's incremental, it's progressive. Let me explain. It's incremental because God is not going to give you all the vision all at once. There's a certain level of mystery to walking with God. So as you walk with God, he's going to require you to trust him and believe him, right? So he's not going to tell you everything all at once because then you wouldn't be required to live by faith. So it's incremental. God will give you incremental vision and he gives you snapshots or, or portions or increments of vision, but he will always give you enough vision to maximize the current season that you're in. It's also progressive because the more that you walk with God, the more you die to self and yield to him and you learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, the more God can trust you with. God should be able to trust you with more, uh, uh, more vision, a, a, a larger chunk of an increment of vision today than he could 10 years ago. So the more you walk with God, then, then the more he's able to reveal to you, the more that you can handle. So it is incremental, it's also progressive. So as you're walking with God and God is revealing things to you by the Holy Spirit, these are things that were prepared for you, but concealed from you that God is revealing to you. And now you're walking with God and it becomes like this outworking of the internal. So let me get to the five areas that I want you to level up in, the five areas that I want you to measure on an annual basis. All right, so here are the five areas. Number one, spiritually. And I cover these five areas in my book, like I said. Are you making progress spiritually. We're at the end of 2022. This is a time where you can consider before we even go into 2023 or any calendar year for that matter, are you spending time with God? Are you getting into his word? Was there a time in your life where you really loved the word of God and now you're not like into the word as much as you used to? Are you reading your Bible? Are you meditating and medicating on the word of God day and night? Are you learning to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit? The Bible says, that my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So are you listening and discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit? Are you receiving a steady diet of God's word? I put out a daily podcast called Today's Word. Do you listen to somebody like me? Or are you getting a steady diet of the word of God? Are you growing spiritually? What are you doing to grow spiritually? Are you allowing the word of God to become the ruler by which you judge your decisions so that you're growing as a man, growing as a woman, spiritually in Christ Jesus? Are you growing spiritually? That's the first area. Number two, are you making progress financially? So let's talk about that. Financially, are you honoring God with your finances? Do you Can you and your spouse say that, you know what, we are a conduit of kingdom finance? Meaning, are you tithing? That's the first 10% of your income. Are you honoring the Lord with your tithe? Are you, are you giving to the poor, giving to the less fortunate? Are you partnering with charities that are making a difference in this world? Are you supporting ministries outside of the local church? Are you funding kingdom projects? Like, thankfully, uh, we have a kingdom project in the Dominican Republic. We have a school, we have a church there, and we have partners that partner with us to help fund the kingdom projects. Isabella and I, we fund kingdom projects. We use a portion of our income to not just honor God with the tithe and give offerings, but to support ministry, to give to the less fortunate, and to fund kingdom projects all around the world. When you know that God is your source, then you should pray and be led of the Holy Spirit concerning what to do with his resources. 
if 100% of it came from God, you should not just honor God with the first 10%, but you should ask God, what do we do even above the tithe? What do we do with the resources that you put in our hands? Is the money, let me ask it to you this way. The money that comes into your household, do you just see that as your money or do you see that as God's money so you can seek God concerning what to do with it? You should set goals on an annual basis. Set goals for sowing, saving, and spending. Let me explain. So sowing, that's how much are we going to give? And like my wife and I, we pray about this every year. How much do we want to set a goal for to give and to increase our giving? We want a portion of our income to go outside of our household, to be going away from us so that we can show God that we can, we can be trusted with money because money is the least of all riches. Money makes an excellent servant, but a poor master. Money should not be your master. Money should be your servant. So how much are you going to sow? Set a goal. How much are you going to save or invest? Set a goal. How much are you going to spend? It's okay. Let's go on vacations. Let's do different things. Set a goal. Set those goals at the beginning of the year and then review those goals throughout the year. You should sow and, and save and spend, and you should do it in that order. Always putting God first. Number three, physically. Uh, now, you might be saying, well, Rick, I thought this was a spiritual checklist. Well, honoring your physical body is a spiritual thing. God only gave you one body. The real you is a spirit, and the real you is just living in this physical body for now. The real you is going to live forever in one or two places. I got it. But the real you who is a spirit is living in this physical body right now. And if you don't honor this physical body and you don't steward it well, then you can run the risk of cutting your life, your life short. Like you can cut years off of your life if you don't eat the right foods and take care of your body, right? And so you need to drink enough fluids. You need to get enough exercise. You need to get enough rest. Are you getting sufficient rest? Are you sleeping well? Are you basically honoring the one body that God gave you? Here's another one. Are you resisting sickness? Remember, doctors are just practicing medicine. So when doctors speak something over your life, listen to the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit saying? Should I receive this or should I reject it? What should I do concerning it? Should I? There's some things that I want the doctors to do. There's some things that I'm just going to have to believe God to do. So, so what are you doing to honor the physical body that God gave you so that you don't cut your years short and so that you can maximize your purpose and potential and arrive at God's overall expected end for your life? You got it? Here's number four. Are you making progress internally? Internally, that's your soul. Your soul is comprised of your mind, your emotions, and your will. So are you progressing in your soul, right? Do you have divine mental health? Do you Are you at peace with yourself? Do you love and like yourself? When you go over to your, uh, the mirror, do you love and like what you see? Are, are you okay with yourself? If you're, if you're all by yourself, nobody else is around, the TV is off, no music is on. If you're quiet and alone just with yourself, are you at peace? There's some people that are not. There's some people that have to have the TV on. They have to have the music on. They have to have a distractor because they don't like themselves. And if they are alone with themselves, they can't stand themselves and they can't be by themselves. And so, so listen, as a believer, God wants you to be at a state on the inside that is not moved by what's going on on the outside. You have to be at peace and you have to love yourself, like yourself and see yourself the way that God sees you. You have to believe what God believes about you. You should rule your emotions and not allow your emotions or your feelings to rule over you, right? And so all of these things are a matter of what's going on on the inside. Are you progressing in the area of your soul? This is important because you will never have life prosperity beyond the level of your soul prosperity. Say amen to that. And the last one, number five, 
Are you making progress externally in your relationships? Are you really making progress in your relationships? My pastor, Tony Brazelton, said that you can't get ministry right if you get relationships wrong. At the end of the day, we're on this planet and we are supposed to connect with other people. We're supposed to get our relationships right with God. We're supposed to love God and also love others. The Bible says, how can you say that you love a God that you cannot see if you can't stand the people that you see down here every day? We have to get our relationships right. So are you walking in love or are you harboring bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart? Do you have a root of bitterness that's growing in your heart to the point where you are holding on to grudges? There are people, it's amazing to me. If I, if I call at the end of a service to the altar, if you're holding unforgiveness in your heart, come to the altar. There are people that will come to the altar that say, I need to forgive my father. And I say, okay, well, let's pray. And then you could call him. Oh no, he died 20 years ago. And they're still holding on to stuff. Listen, as a believer, you can't hold on to this stuff. It's holding you back. Let it go. Let it go. Unforgiveness is not the will of God. And are you connecting with the right people? Like, think about the people that you have in your life. In the book, I talk about coaches. These are people that speak to you. I talk about mentors. These are people that speak with you. I talk about sponsors. These are people who speak for you. I talk about models. These are people you may never speak to, but you can model your life after them. You can glean from their lives. I talk about spiritual parents. You should have somebody in your life that can speak prophetically in your life and somebody that could basically tell you when you're wrong. You need to have somebody in your life that can correct you because spiritual correction is important for the believer. You want to be corrected when you're going astray and God places people in your life that can provide that level of instruction, encouragement, but also correction. And then you should have some people in your life that are looking up to you. People that you could pour into them, the, the things that were poured into you. So, so just like you have people that you admire, you should have people that admire you so that you can mentor them and prepare them. And, and, and basically, they get the level of fulfillment from your life that you receive from somebody else. And, and it does something for you when you're a blessing to somebody else. And then lastly, you got to consider the people that you have in your circles and make sure that you have your circles right. Let me explain. Jesus had a circle with 5,000 people in it. That was the crowd. And so he ministered to the crowd on a certain level. But then when the crowd was gone, he had a circle with 70 people in it. These were the disciples that he sent out to do ministry. And so that was a, a smaller circle. He really kind of mentored them and prepared them and breathed into them and prayed over them and sent them out. But when they were gone, there was a circle that Jesus had with 12 people in it. And these were the people that he really poured into and dedicated his life to. And he spent three and a half years of his ministry, his whole ministry time with his team of 12 people. But then when life got difficult, he didn't hang out with the 12. He, he only had an inner circle, and that inner circle was three people. And so, so there was the 5,000, the 70, the 12, and the three. You got to check your circles and make sure that you have the right people in the right circles. There are some people maybe that are in the 70 group that should be in the three group or vice versa. And so you really need to consider, like, where do I have the people in my life? Who are the people that God has given me? Should I connect with them? Should I not? How should I connect with them? What should I receive from them? And, and how should I honor them by placing them in a certain place in my life so that I can glean from them through relationships? I shared a lot today. I went through this fairly fast, but this is something that I want you to consider. These are five areas that I covered today that you should measure at the end of 2022 or any calendar year, getting ready for the next year. Once again, I covered all of this in the book. You should check it out. But take self-inventory as I close, check your heart, make sure that you're making progress, 
And in the areas where you have made progress, I want you to celebrate it. One of the things that sometimes we fail to do is celebrate our own successes. Like you need to be thankful for where you are. Celebrate the successes that you made. Look back and be like, man, maybe, yeah, I'm not where I want to be, but doggone it, I'm not where I used to be. And you need to celebrate those successes along the way. In the old covenant, that's why God told them to make altars. These were altars of remembrance. You should remember the things that God has done for you. Look back over 2022 and celebrate your successes so that it will give you the motivation that you need to get ready for 2023 and beyond. I love you. God loves you more. This was an end of year checklist, five areas of your life where you should be measuring progress. I'll talk to you in the next one. God bless you.